Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. I knew what I was seeing was something different and unusual. And it really left me more concerned and frightened, actually. With Daddy gone... I got a lot of comfort from my sister. My sister Felicia used to sing me to sleep at night. Just about every night. So this one night, I wasn't happy about my father and um, she sang me to sleep. In the middle of that night, I woke up. This woman, and she was right there hovering on the edge of the bed. The room was pitch black, but I could see her. It's like she was glowing. And I was actually scared. I was so frightened. And she just slowly came down a bit and looked at me. And I realized that it was my grandmother. I knew that it was her. There she was in this green suit, hair exactly like the photograph, and just emanating her own light. She came down and she calmed me down. And she said, you, you should not be afraid because everything was going to be all right. She let me know that. It was amazing. This is Remso W. Martinez, host of The Witching Hour on YouTube at Fairfax Public Access. And you're listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with Aaron Hunter. Enjoy. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and Britt is currently away, and it is Monday, November 9th, 2020, episode 244. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And as always, I'm always excited to be back in the hot seat, 
and things are going just nice and smoothly over here not much to announce except for obviously tomorrow tuesday is a brand new show of aaron's horror show but there will not be a new episode of terry's mysterious moments terry's taking this week off so hey terry enjoy your time off but if you guys didn't know this past friday all the brand new videos were released along with a new short film and also a bonus episode was released thursday of last week talking about some of the falsehoods of Sawin. For those of you who don't know what Sawin is, that is Halloween. So take a look at that. Pretty interesting stuff. And with that, we're going to do more listener stories. Our backlog is shrinking, but man, we, <laughs> we have quite a few stories in there from you guys. And for those of you around the world who have a experience with the paranormal and you want to share it for the world to listen to, send it in to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. And with that, hey, that's pretty quick. Let's get the show on the road. And you guys know what that means? Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. That's right, too. The story then. Formulate this way. No pushing, no shoving. And the fires are going nice and toasty in here. Winter is going to be upon us. And you guys know the deal. Grab a beanbag out of the corner there. Find an empty spot on the floor. And as always, get behind my desk here. And Britt sent me by email her packet, and I printed that off and see what she has for us. Okay, we got uh, short ones, medium ones, and we have a long one. Okay, let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's right, so good when it hits the lips. Alright, the first one. This one is by Mom, and it's titled, My House. Okay, Mom. see what you got, man. In January of last year, I was home alone with my son. My son was laying in the bed asleep, and I was in the living room watching TV. I had turned the TV off and went into my son's bedroom to check on him. He had woke up crying, so I figured it was because he was sick. I told him that mommy was going to be back, that I'm going into the kitchen to fix some warm milk and a Tylenol. So I left out of the room and went into the kitchen. As I was fixing his bottle, all of a sudden I heard footsteps coming from the hallway. And after that, I felt an unexplainable cold chill on my back as if someone had just walked past me, but it was not that kind of a normal chill air. It was that icy cold, like someone had dumped ice all over your back kind of chill, but colder than that. After I felt that chill and heard the footsteps, I called out to my son, Darius, is that you? There was no answer, no noise at all. So I turned around and no one was there. I slowly walked out of the kitchen into the hallway, looking into the living room and bathroom as I walked back to the room. When I went back into the room, Darius was sound asleep, as if he hadn't moved since I left him. I haven't told my parents about this experience, but my dad has told me and my mom that he has seen my deceased grandmother in our house. So it is possible that it was her, but... I'm not sure, because I didn't see anything or anyone. 
Now, I remind you that the house was completely silent, so no, it wasn't the TV or radio. Thank you for reading. And that's from Mom. Mom, thank you very much for sharing that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, kind of sounds like uh, what Terry from Terry's Mysterious Moments would say, uh, a head-scratcher. But as you guys well know, you old-timers out there, uh, I always like other people in the household that may say something about what's going on and it sounds like your dad mentioned to you and your mom uh he's seen your deceased grandmother sometimes in there huh yeah and i do like how you question you're not so sure it is the grandmother because um you didn't see anything right so you know it's it's always a good thing that you just don't jump right onto the paranormal train but then again uh sounds like uh, the footsteps were loud enough uh, loud enough for you to turn around and think it's your son calling out, right? Yeah, who knows, man. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much for sharing. It's pretty cool. All right. What's next? What do we got here? Oh, yeah, guys, I don't want to get political, but for you, for those of you around the world, yeah, our election is uh, pretty screwed up. <laughs> so I don't watch much news anymore. It's... Uh, yeah, I just get you in a bad mood. I'm pretty much tired of the news over here in the U.S. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, yeah, it's kind of it's it's pretty screwed up. But okay, moving on. This one is by Aussie Chick, and it's titled "Last Trick." Okay, Aussie Chick, let's see what you got, man. I thought I would share a story that, although it was frightening at the time, brings me peace now. On November 15, 2009, my uncle passed away from a brain tumor. He was very young and left a wife and two young daughters behind. And naturally, we were all devastated. At the time of his passing, my family and I were living on a cattle station in northern western Australia. My uncle lived and died in Queensland on the other side of the country. My mother, brother, and myself flew over immediately to help my mom's sister, my uncle's widow, plan for his funeral. We flew from Darwin, Northern Territory, at 1 a.m. and arrived at 6.30 a.m. We were exhausted and fell asleep as soon as we got back to my auntie's. I woke up at 12 p.m. and went to the bathroom to have a shower. Now, a quick dash back in time. Bear with me. It will make sense later on. Whenever my family would go to visit my aunties, uncle, and two cousins, we would constantly play jokes on each other. One of my uncle's favorites was opening the door to the bathroom when someone was in the shower, reaching his hand through the little gap and turning off the light. The shower was on the opposite side of the door. Anyway, back to 2009. So, I was having a shower thinking about the last time I was in the house with my uncle and how much I wish I could have seen him one last time. When the light turned off, I snapped to attention and reefed the shower curtain open to find a locked door, just as I had left it. I would like to say that I was calm and felt at peace and held myself together, uh, but truth be told, I ran down the hallway butt naked screaming and crying. My mother came in as soon as she heard my screams. 
When I told her what had happened, she smiled with her eyes full of tears and hugged me. When I told my auntie, she laughed and told me that the same thing had been happening in her bathroom since his passing. Nothing has happened since my experience that I know of, but he had to play one more trick. I love RPA. And that was from Aussie Chick. Aussie Chick, thank you very much for sharing that. I loved it, man. Yeah, feel good story. You can't beat it. Uh, you know, your auntie has been experiencing that since his passing. Yeah. <laughs> One last trick. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, I like those feel good stories. It's not always spooky and evil demons. You guys know that. You old timers know that. Uh, we get a lot of good feel good stories like that. So, yeah, keep them coming in. All right, what's next? What do we got? This one is by Elijah, and it's titled Elizabeth. Okay, Elijah, let's see what you got, man. Hi, Aaron. I really enjoy your show. I listen on my lunch break. Although I've had quite a few paranormal experiences in my life, I wanted to share a Stillwater, Minnesota famous ghost story about a bar I used to work at. First, some history. For those unfamiliar with Stillwater, it's nestled right on the banks of the St. Croix River, on the border of Minnesota and Wisconsin. The downtown area attracts tons of tourists, and that is where all the history is. Stillwater was a well-known logging town using the St. Croix to transport lumber. The bar I worked at was one of the first buildings downtown. There are old photographs to prove it. It's a large brick building with two stories. It has been many things in its time, but one of the most popular was the brothel. So, the story goes that there was a brothel worker named Elizabeth. She and a lover got into a quarrel over one of her frequent customers. Bottom line, she gets pushed out of the second story window, falling to her death. Fast forward to 2017, the building is now an Irish-themed pub called Pub 112. The main level has a large original bar and dining. The second story has the restrooms and a private bar, lounge, setup, used for private parties mostly. Also, there's a basement with storage and a kitchen prep area. I'm working Saturday nights as a bartender, staying until sometimes 3 a.m. to close up. All the workers know the story of Elizabeth, or Liz and we all can confirm some sort of paranormal encounter. And mine was in the upstairs lounge. I was working a wedding reception with two other bartenders. The bar is a humongous antique wooden bar with mirrors and display shelves. I was resting on the back shelf where we keep the wine glasses, waiting for the crowd to pour in. And suddenly, I felt someone touch the back of my neck. I turned around thinking it was maybe one of the wine glass stems or a bottle or something. But I realized the tallest item next to me only reached my middle back. There was no one next to me when this happened. It creeped me out because it felt so real that someone touched me. Some other stories are of bar cabinets opening on their own bar glasses being knocked over in front of guests, and footsteps of women's heels being heard upstairs. 
One of my coworkers even heard a piano playing on the first level on his way out from closing. Once, we even caught paranormal activity on camera. It was in the upstairs bar, well over closing. The bottom cabinets of the back bar are slightly dug into the unit. Therefore, while stocking the liquor, we have to place it over the ledge and down into the shelf. One night, one of the cabinets flew open and about five bottles of booze came spilling out. It almost looked like they were thrown out of the cabinet. It was really freaky. Needless to say, I didn't want to work any parties upstairs alone after seeing that security video. It is now, sadly, yet another restaurant. I sometimes visit to see if I can get another paranormal experience in the books. Uh, thank you for reading my story, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah, thank you very much for sharing that. Cool story. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you old-timers know this. I, I think I might have mentioned it. I bartended during university, put myself uh, through that time. So, uh, And it was an old bar, uh, 1800, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, while I was reading this, Elijah, it brought back some memories. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those 3 a.m., 4 a.m. closings. Yeah, you're alone. I closed alone many times. Yeah, all by myself, locked the doors, you know, put on some tunes, and just start uh, restocking, cleaning, all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's dead. Yeah, it's dark. No one's around, 4 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah, a little spooky sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, pretty cool story. Sounds like uh, other people have experienced some things, and that's cool that you guys caught something on your security uh, cameras. Yeah, you got some footage. Yeah, very cool stuff. Elijah, thank you very much for sharing. And, holy cow, that's it, guys. That's all that uh, Britt sent me by email. And with that, guys, I would just like to say we're very flattered that you guys come here to watch something or listen to some of the shows here at the RPA Network. We're very flattered. And also, listen to us at work and watch your day fly by if you get tired of listening to your top 40 hits, you know, that sort of thing. Get the free RPA app as well. Just do a search at your app store for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and you'll see our iconic aqua blue eye. And download that right away. And also, as always, we'd like to thank our premium members. Thank you very much. It helps us pay the bills. $3.99 a month. Cancel anytime. Get all the previous RPA episodes. Hours upon hours upon hours of content. And you could do that if you like. Go to realparanormalactivity.com. There's a big old button there that says get premium access. Or you can even sign up through the RPA app. And also sign in through the RPA app as well. And don't forget all the videos that were released last week on Friday. And also a bonus episode on Thursday about Sa Wen. And with that, I am calling it. This show has been produced by myself and Britta. And is also made possible by LaFaz Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh, yeah, we do. As always, thank you and good night.